Oh, I remember what we was going to talk about. My name is Toppin, <laughs> a.k.a. Teddy Crucifix, yeah. a.k.a. your pastor's favorite rapper. It's not kind of loud. Oh, that's cool. And we got on the ones and twos, we got Byron L. Cogdale with the Humble Beast shirt. You want to talk about your shirt, bro? Shout out to Humble Beast, man. For the people that don't know about Humble Beast. Man, you got to tell them about Humble Beast, man. Hold hey. on, let me, get, let me get a little shot I- of this Humble Beast shirt. Can't even see it. Really. If you stand, oh, I see it. We move the mic. Yeah. You see the humble. There, you, there we go. Humble beast. I'm tired of being humble. <laughs> nah. Oh wow. Hey, that's a uh, some friends of mine. We had that joke. Tired of being humble. I feel like you got to be tired of being humble at some point. I don't think Kendrick Lamar is, and he will beg the differ. Actually. Well, Kendrick Lamar isn't on the scene, so we don't, we don't even know where that guy he's is. Being right humble. <laughs> Yo. Oh. His, his whole career is based off of being humble. This man be so low. He'll drop an album and go back into his cocoon. You think so? Bro, I mean, I don't know what this man's personal. You don't know what nobody's personal life is like unless you're personally in relationship with them. So That's true. I'm speaking from the outside looking in. What but, man? Kendrick, if you want to form a friendship, hit me up on um, Instagram or TikTok, and we can make this happen. TD, talk, dog. Let's make this happen. Oh, uh, yeah. We in there. There we go. Shout out to Top. But... <laughs> I don't even know who top is. Pauls. Come on, bro. You <laughs> wild man. This wildin'. We need a we need a you wildin' drop. <laughs> you wildin'. Listen, so this was fact, hold on. Let me say this jump without no background so I can sample it. You wildin'. There we go. <laughs> I tried not to laugh in the mic. Y'all know I laugh a lot. So what I was gonna say, we were talking about, so right now, I feel naked because I was rushing here and I left my Apple Watch at the crib. And um, I feel like I'm in the Garden of Eden right now. Oh, that's terrible. Why are you saying the Garden of Eden? I feel like I'm naked right now. That is horrible. So the story I was going to say is um, I messed up a set of AirPods. Oh, yeah? Like, I was at work. I was real hot. I wasn't thinking because the AirPods are my ears at work. So I just poured the water down my head. I was trying to cool. Yeah. Trying to cool it down. Wow. Definitely wilding. And so, I, as I said, I forgot. So I'm working. And... The left ear, I just said, and this went totally out. And I was like, oh, man. So, as we were talking about, because um, Byron says he has a crack on his Apple Watch, and yep. he said he's going to get it fixed. But never never going to send it in. <laughs> because he can't live without, not that he can't live without the watch. You just feel naked without the watch. Never going to send it the, um, Best Buy for the Apple Care, I was like, yo, because I, I have Apple Care, I was like, can y'all get my you know, AirPod fixed? They were like, yeah, but you ain't gonna have your AirPod for about two weeks. I'm straight. So you know what I did? I bought another AirPod. Hey, I just bought. Not? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not finna wait. I'm, I just bought another AirPod. Just buy some more AirPods because I'm not finna wait two weeks. Let me tell you something about <laughs> Apple, man. I love Apple. I have a I have a love hate relationship with Apple. They, <laughs> I do too. They made me want to cuss like a lot of days, man. Because <laughs> it's like their products are so amazing until they break. Until they and break. Then when they break, it's just like you got to make so many choices. Like, <laughs> I got these old AirPods right here, matter of fact. And these junks are terrible. Like, they do not work for me. And then I got a new, somebody gifted, actually, my, my wife's cousin gifted me a, a pair of the new ones. And they're dope until they just stop working. Like, they. Wait, they, what you mean by they just stop working? Bro, they won't connect to my phone. Like, it, it's crazy. And then when I have them connected, none of my audio stuff works. So I can't listen to Spotify or watch YouTube or nothing. I was about to say the same thing, but my, I think I told you this. So when I connect, no, it's not the AirPods. When I connect my Apple Watch, 
I don't get any notifications. Oh, like yeah, everything yeah. goes to the watch, but you know I'm on that loud truck. I have on AirPods. It's like I don't get a notification, so yeah. I, I'll go all day thinking I ain't got no text messages. Text messages. Did galore. you did you upgrade your phone to the newest iOS, yeah. like iOS 15? I, did. I I honestly think it's something wrong with iOS 15. And it, what either that or the 14 because it's I I got my phone when 14 came okay. out and they were saying the same thing. So yeah. yeah. See, it, that could be it. Ever since I updated my phone, like I have my phone, my watch, and I recently got an iPad for my for Father's Day, and I have them all synced together, and they almost never work. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. Just like but, you said, bro. So Apple, y'all got to get better. Like yeah. we we both have a love hate relationship. Hey, we with love y'all. you. We love you. <laughs> so get it right. All right, so thank hey. y'all for joining in on this episode of He's the Pastor. Right. I'm the Rapper we Podcast. Hey, before we get too far, I got to <laughs> say something right now. Y'all know my favorite Christian rapper right now is Swoop. So I got I to gotta play some Swoop. Hey, oh, how long ahead. can we play this before they shut our video down? One second, but we, ooh, we already played it, so let's go. Ooh, I'm going to bob my head like ooh. I can hear it. We going to say that about it. You can't hear that? I can't now. Okay. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Swoop. I already done gave him plenty of shout outs on Twitter, but yo, I love Swoop. He's a great artist and he just dropped the album and it's dope. So how do you feel about the album? I love the album. I love the album. Um, I've listened to it, I think every day since it's come out. I think I got on it Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember we, we I talked, talked to you. Yeah, yeah. Friday. I was so, like, dang, bro, you ain't heard Swoop yet? It, it's hard. That junk is hard. Um. What? It's hard. I, 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 yeah. We gonna. I want to give a full review. That's why. I, that's album. why I, I, I at let some up. Point later, I let up. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> were there any things that shocked you about Swoop's album? Were there any things that disappointed you? Were there any things that were different? Were the same? Like what? What stood out to you? Let me big it up before I say my true response. So Swoop. As you said, is a phenomenal artist and a phenomenal rapper. Yep. I was well pleased with the totality of the album. Um, he had good bars on there. The production was, it was good. It was good. But overall, it was a great project. I think I actually listened to it twice back to back. Yeah. I haven't done that to an album in, in a while. Besides Doja Cat. Doja Cat had a really good album, too. I know Doja she. Cat. I know Doja Cat tripping because with what? her personal stuff. You but wild. No, her How album. Many times I'm gonna say that in the episode. That's gonna be the that, title. <laughs> you wild, bro. I'm not gonna encourage you to listen to. I'm just giving you my perspective. I I'm big on music. You know that. Yeah. That's probably one of the best albums I've heard in a while. I'm, I'm good on Doja. Anyway, I say, back, yeah, I'm not saying yeah, but so bad to swoop. It was a good album. That's I dig it. I I'll say it. that. Yeah. You know, my test, my test on whether something is a good album is if I can run to it. And cause I know if I'm gonna go run, I usually do like four hour four four hours, four miles or something. Hey. Run walk. This man a true he, he run a true walk. Athlete. Walk. I'm doing a lot of walking. <laughs> um, but I'm I gotta be out at least an hour, do about four miles, and you know, it gives me an opportunity just I wanna listen to it straight and swoop. You know, he has that where you just like listen to that jump straight, straight. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is tough. Man. Put in work, work, put in. You know, I had to stop walking and start running when I heard that jump, you know. 
But then, bro, I was running. It was only one thing that caught me off guard, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sitting there listening to a song and somebody cussed and I was like, whoa. Yep. Cussing on the Christian rap CD. I was gonna let you bring it in. That's hey, why I ain't saying nothing. Hey, yep. but you know, again, the album was fire. It just caught me off guard. It caught me off guard, man. Okay, so now let's get into the episode. Listen. So, Natalie Lauren, I'm not shocked at her saying it because in the past she's been I yeah. I don't want to say wild, she's made that decision to make yeah, secular just... music and I respect that because she told us that she's going to make secular music. Right. I was more so shocked that swoop All right, she didn't say the word on the album but you got yeah, yeah, the you mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I was I was shocked when I I was more so shocked that that Swoop was like we could put this on the album. But that's his homie though. Like, you know, if if you bring your homie on a song like don't you give them creative liberty to kind of this do is what true, they want? But at the same time, you my homie, right? You know I'm not married, so you're not going to talk about certain things around me. Because right. you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, you right. my homie, so I, I hear what That's you're saying. That's a good point. I didn't think about yeah, it. Yeah, like I, I hear what you're saying, but it's like, bro, like if you're really my homie and you know what I'm doing, it's like I'm not going I'm never going to tell. I have secular artist friends. I'm not going to say if you want to collab, I'm not going to tell you to order it now. But I'm gonna have the liberty if I want to put this song out or not. You don't put every song out that you record for an album. That's true. Um, or you know, it, 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 there's different ways you could have go, go um, going about doing it. So again, when I heard that song, I wasn't shocked that Natalie Lawrence said that she's been doing stuff like that. I was more so shocked that this song made the album. Yeah, um, yeah, I dig that. I mean, like you know, I don't know. Like again, I'm telling you, I, I hesitated a little bit, but I didn't put a lot of thought behind it because you know I was just like. All right, this is where we at. Like, and I don't think I'm completely comfortable with it, but I kind of understand. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I want know I, I want to. So you're you're understanding with with um the. I wouldn't say understanding. I think I'm tolerant. I don't. I, of where Christian hip hop is going. Oh no no no! Oh, I think we, that's a whole other phase. Okay, I'm sorry. It. So we. Yeah, I, I apologize. I'm putting words in your mouth. We're just talking about Swoop's album right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, not just Swoop's album, but like the idea that a Christian artist can have cursing or simulated cursing, because like that seems to be the thing now. Like, Correct. not the actual cursing, but the simulated cursing on an album. Um, does that add value? Does that take away value? Like, what is that? It depends that on the like? audience, so, though. Yeah. So for me. I think at that very moment, it caught it caught me off guard. But I was like, "Yo, I'm a little tolerant of it because of the subject matter of the song and how the totality of the song to me wasn't obliterated by a simulated cuss word." You know what I'm saying? But you and I had this conversation because I think it was only a couple of weeks ago that I found out that you don't cuss. Correct. I, I don't. Um, and I I have my reasons for that. Like I. I understand not just cursing, but words. It's it's more so about the intent yeah. of how you use the word. Like I can say I love you, but in my heart I can hate you. Mm. So it's more so about like God knows our heart. So you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's people that's again you can say you love someone, but you know deep down in your heart you hate them. Yeah. The intent behind what you said was it sincere, and that was more harmful than anything. Maybe that person didn't know, but God knows your heart. Mm. So I'm I'm more so about. I understand words and it's more so on how you use the word. So like, and it's crazy. I think I have a different perspective now than what I would have had if we would have did this podcast two weeks ago. Really? Because I was going to come with another angle. 
I don't know if the Holy Spirit was just like, no, we need, we is need that, to run. Is that something that you're like, I don't even want to share that? Or? No, no, I can share it. So, all right, beforehand, um, I think my first time wrestling with, like, not, not even wrestling, I guess more so trying to understand, like, why would someone want to use profanity or cursing, um, Christian or non-Christian? And I was, you know, trying to understand that. I think that conversation first came from Andy Minio. Mm. Um, I forgot what album it was, but he said... Um, he said the D word on, on one of his albums. And I remember the Christian hip hop community was like tripping like crazy. So so to you, the D word, and you already told me this, but to you, the D word is a cuss word. It's it, the intent on how you use the cuss word. Mm. Um, it, it, it's the, yeah. It, I, I'm, so I'm the person, I'm, I'm trying to see how you're using the word. Right. Um, so when I first heard Andy say that word, I actually I actually wasn't tripping because I was I I don't know if you even heard that song. We could play it afterwards. I don't want to play it now if you never heard it. But um, just to give context, he was talking about his father not being in his oh, life. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a good song. It was a good song. Like I I teared up when I heard it for the first time. But like besides like just the emotion that he put in that yeah. song, I could understand why he would use that word in that and and. Not even just that song, just in the normal, um, you know, like conversation or whatever like that. Like that yeah. was, it, it was an expression and that word I felt, felt it, it fit the expression of what he was trying to portray. Um, I didn't have a problem with it at that time. I feel like now I have a problem with it because I feel like as an artist, there's other ways you can get your expression out without... Um, I don't want to say watering down or, or stooping down. I don't know. I feel like I'm at a, for, for a lack of better words, I feel like as an artist, um, if you know your artist, your, your intended demographic, um, there's certain ways that you need to come about saying things. Mm. Um, with Andy Minio, with him and Christian hip hop artists, with the majority of your fan base being young, impressionable people, I feel like there's just another way that you can, express this emotion without yeah but so now we're we're kind of in the mode of talking about responsibility because like what about the fact that the artists have the opportunity to create whatever art is is most genuine to them because i feel like that's the direction we've seen people go in right like matter of fact i think that's the direction that christian hip-hop is in where like people are choosing being genuine over choosing being like role model-esque right or choosing being authentic over choosing being like authoritative, like creating a standard for people to kind of uh, live within or live under. And you see Lecrae doing it. You see Andy, Andy kind of, I won't say he led in it, but, but I think Andy started it and did it better. And then Lecrae yeah, has kind of followed even swoop, like swoop in this last album. Uh, well, swoop has kind of been there a little bit, but I recognize some of the things he was saying in the last album that could get people a little upset. And now, now we're seeing a whole nother generation. We talked about this before of guys who don't have the theological, uh, uh um, ecumen or, or foundation that these guys have, but they're trying to be authentic, which makes it like confusing because you are not just sacrificing your influence on the younger generation, but you're actually leading them in a direction that is is wrong. Correct. Um, yeah, I I just one. We're giving our opinion, so I pray that whoever listens to this podcast, I pray that you don't take what we're saying wrong. Because I know I, there's a small potential I may start writing. 
And I know I get passionate when I rant. Yeah. I just wanted preference. I'm saying all this with love, seriously. Um, for some art, some of these artists I may talk about, I'm really genuinely saying this as an example for other people that's listening to your music. Um, so they could just get a different perspective and choose wisely, I guess, off of that. So I'm not coming at you. If I say anyone's name or use your song reference, it's more so as an example piece. He's the hater. I'm the hater oh, podcast. Oh, that's coming what, soon. Oh, it's coming. This podcast. Yeah. But to get back to what you're saying, so with the <laughs> with the um trying to stay genuine with with your artist artistry, I feel like artists, including myself, need to be careful with that because when you say your, that scares me. Mm. Are you doing this for you? Or are you doing this for God's glory? Mm. It scares me, bro. So it's yeah. like, yeah, yes. I w- when I hear I'm trying to stay genuine or stay true to myself, it yeah. scares me. I catch myself saying, it's and like, what, what people, are you doing this for? And what people will say is like, I'm doing it because you never know who could be inspired by this. But like, it's not really, it, it still has an emphasis on you and your story. And people could be inspired by it, but they could also be led, led astray by it, right? So, And that's the that's scary thing about art. That's like, because art is, is relative to the person taking or looking at it. So yes, you may be inspiring and Again, me and you are mature in the face, so we can we can look at it. We, we can, are maturing in the face. There we go. We're maturing in the face, so we can look at something or hear it, and for the most part, get the heart behind it. These young cats or these younger people listening to it that's not as mature, you don't know how they're going to take that in. Yeah. That's where that's where it becomes scary. So it's like again, if you're truly saying that you're a Christian artist, I just encourage you to. Focus more so on the Christian aspect of it while you're making your art and keep that um, central instead of being so focused on I'm trying to stay genuine to myself. I'm trying to stay true to myself. Um, I shouldn't have to water down my art for the sake of, you know, the demographic that I'm trying to reach. Um, that it, you, you, you tread some, 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 some scary waters when you do that, especially yeah. as a Christian artist. Now, if you're a secular artist, and I guess that's I want to talk about that too. I feel like a lot of these Christian artists now, it's like you're towing the line between Christian and secular. And it's like again, like Natalie Lauren, if you if you're if you're trying to make secular music, but you're a Christian, be honest and say like be honest but with I yourself think, and uh, go ahead. I think for for her specifically, uh, and I don't out, know her whole story. So go shout ahead. out to Natalie. I love your music. I love actually. She's just I love all her artistry. Uh, I follow her on everything, but I think for her, she's very clear about the fact that she's not making music for, um, for Christians. Okay. Uh, I think she's ma- she's just an artist. She wants to express herself, and I think she, I believe she still ident. Well, I, yeah, I believe she still identifies as a Christian, and I believe she still worships as a Christian, and I pray that she still lives as a Christian. So, um, I don't think that she is a good example of the type of person that that uh, maybe we're wrestling with a little no, bit more, No, no, right? no, no, no. I feel like that's a great example of what I'm trying to say. Okay. These Christian artists that's, that's coming up right now. So be more like her. Yeah, instead be of, up front with what you're doing. Because okay. that's that's where it gets confusing. You're saying there's some artists. Rapzilla just had a, a freshman 10 class um, this okay. past weekend in Atlanta. Oh, here we go. And there's some artists that was on that docket. You're... All right, Rapzilla is a it's a Christian hip hop media. Yeah. So you're put you're you're and it 
If I'm wrong, Rapzilla or anybody that represents Rapzilla, to my knowledge, you guys are Christian hip hop media. You, you're a Christian media outlet. Um, so with that being said, if I want to check on some some artists that's in that space in the Christian space, I'm going to go to Rapzilla for the most part. If that's not y'all angle no more, please let me know. But that's my assumption. That's what I. That's what it was in the past. I don't know if it's changed. Rapzilla. <laughs> so with that being said. So if I know Rapzilla has a um, a freshman um, twenty twenty one class, yeah. and I want to see who these new up and coming Christian hip hop artists are, and I go to and I check them out, and some of them are sounding like the world, that's confusing to me. What do so, you mean by the world, though? Okay, you're cursing or you're putting words, you're bleeping out your cursing, you're talking about your struggles with. Girls and all that stuff again, and it's nothing wrong with your struggle. But if there's no resolve with your struggle, mm. and you just talk about oh, I'm doing all this stuff with girls, this that, and the third, Jesus state my music is the ish. You're saying stuff like that, and there's no res- it's, it's more so about self. Okay, that's a problem. Yeah, to me. so 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 you you about to get in your bag? Oh, and yeah, I ain't yeah, to I could, you, yeah, but yeah, like, you let me ask up. you, let me ask you directly, <laughs> very directly, because again, you've said you've said how you move, but I want to hear your opinion about this. So do you believe that Christians or no, let's just say with Christian artists and then we'll go to Christians. Um, you you don't believe that Christian artists should curse in their music. If, yes. If you're saying you're a Christian artist, I don't think you should be cursing. Okay. And I have my reasons for that. There's a standard in society, in American society about all right, when you go to a movie, there's different ratings. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a G rating, there's a PG rating, there's a Rated R and NR or something like that. Yeah. There's a standard in, in on the radio. You don't hear curse words on the radio. So if America has a standard for clean types of um media or entertainment, Christians have a standard as well. And I'm not saying that you should be clean for the sake of this is how the world looks at me, but that's just how if you if you read the the word, there's certain ways that we should be act, acting as Christians. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, I do not think that Christians should be cursing or doing s- certain, um, saying different. I'm trying to. There are certain words, things right? that are just out of line for Christians. Right? Yes. There are certain language that we just shouldn't use. Right. Yes. Okay. That I, I, I yes that. yes. And artistry, like, does artistry change that? Like, are there things that Christian artists should be able to say because they're expressing themselves on a different level than the standard Christian? Explain. So I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing. So so should a Christian artist be able to use cursing to express themselves more creatively than, let's say, a Christian who is not into artistry and they're just kind of living their life and they're hanging out, having regular conversations and they're using these words just kind of sparingly. Okay. My, uh, like, but okay. Let me ask, let me add some context to this. Okay. Right. So you talked about Andy. So the, the momentum in that song, the, is the emotion about how upset he is about his dad letting him down. So when he uses a curse word, it actually kind of works as like a exclamation point. It's, sure. it, it it adds to the emotional roller coaster that you're on because you're like, yo, if Andy cursed, he must have really been upset about this, Correct. right? So that is how it, that's how it works itself out in artistry. 
Um, is that still wrong? Yes. Okay. As a Christian artist, yes, that's wrong. And like I said, when that song first came out, you would have got a different answer from me. I was actually rocking with what he did. I thought it was dope. Um, but, you know, I was also struggling too. Yeah. But, yes, I do think that is wrong um, because you're a Christian first. Now, again, as I was saying, if you're trying, if your audience is different and you're not trying to target Christians with your music or whatever like that, by all means, do what you, you know, do, do what you're trying to do with your artistry, like reach the right people. Like, don't, I, I feel like it's going to get to a point where Christian artists are trying to pimp the church. Like, hey, that's, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean by that? That's what it's coming across. Like, you, you want the demographic, you want the audience of the church. Yeah. But you don't want the 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 accountability and, and the standard that comes with it, yeah. and it's that's that's not cool. Yeah. It's it's it, I, it scares me, man. Like yeah. you know, I've been talking to you to talking to you about this for like two weeks. It's just I don't like the the road I see Christian hip hop now. And before I keep going on this rant, there's a lot of dope Christian hip hop artists out there that stand true to what a Christian hip hop artist or what a Christian artist is. Um, I want to thank you for doing that. Um, yeah. The KBs, the Wandays, the Hovies, the Caleb yeah. Gordons. Uh, there's the list of people like the well, Lamar Riddicks. Let me add some con. Let me let me add to that. I would say that there are a host of Christian artists, even though they have included these things. I'm not saying that they're not good artists. So, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. There's, there's, you know, we Andy Swoop. You know, um, we've we've seen these things in their artistry, and we're not saying that their artistry isn't good because of it. And we're definitely not saying that they're not Christian because of it. Correct. It's just um, it's just us discussing this topic for the sake of, you know, those who are wrestling with this or those who have not talked about this or those who are trying to figure out where they should be when it comes to using particular language. Correct. And for, for the people that may not get where we're coming from, if you're the president of the United States, there's a standard that you have as the president of the United States there's certain things that you there, there's certain things that you you can't do um, when you you become the president of the United States. You can't just walk down to McDonald's and just order a number two. Um, and you know in DC there's a protocol. Like if you want McDonald's, you probably got to send Secret Service down there to do it because of your your um your prominence as uh, the, the person who you are as the president. I don't know. Maybe that's not such a great example. I was trying to go somewhere with it. I'm 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 a little riled up, so I'm trying to calm down. So it's like, but that's if you. I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to calm down because I, I don't want to be like the angry rapper. Yeah, and it come across as all oh, this dude is hate because he's not. I don't want to come across as that. So I'm really trying to choose my words wisely. Yeah. Um, well, cursing is like one of those weird things that people feel like. Um falls under the the branches of Christian liberty, right? So it's like, yo, you shouldn't tell people that they can't drink because the Bible doesn't say don't drink. You shouldn't tell people they don't curse because the Bible doesn't say don't curse. And I would like press against that. I, I, I think cursing and drinking are in two different areas. Like I don't think they both fall under Christian liberty. And it seems like that there's like these two camps, right? They're like, a fundamentalist type camp that says, no, if you curse, you're going to heck. Like they don't even want to say, and I don't then. agree They're with like, that. I if you, you curse, you're going to heck. Right. Like, <laughs> I just got you. Did. Yo, yeah. like, and, and then there's this, uh, there's this other side that's like, no, like, you know, 
if I use these terms in a way that is not like just loose, then I'm fine. Right. Like if I use these terms in a way that's just kind of an expression of my uh, um, of me being upset or me, you know, whatever, then it's just fine. And I think now people have even created like like categories of curse words that you can and cannot use. Yep. Like it's like certain words like, yeah, you can't use that one, but you can use the D word, you know, and, and I'm going to be just honest with you. Like there are certain times where I do curse. And I have cursed. I, I will say that. I won't say do curse. I'm not going to say it's something I want to make a practice of. There have been times where I've used words that, like the D word, right? Where I'm like, oh, this is a junior level cuss word, right? <laughs> um, but there are also, almost always, I repent of that because I understand that there's something else I could have said. And there's something that I am communicating about what situ- how this situation had power over my speech and how I reacted to a situation instead of speaking life into it, I spoke something else into it. So, you know, it's, it's weird where things stand and, and, and how things go, because I think people naturally feel like if you become a Christian, like let's say a guy off the street right now, uh, like, you know, our context, right? A guy off the street comes to know Jesus right away. One of the things he's going to ask about or she's going to ask about is cussing. Because like that seems to be one of the things that defines um, holiness in the sense of like when people come to know Jesus, here are the list of things they stop doing. They stop. They try to stop having uh, sex outside of marriage. They try to stop drinking and smoking and they try to stop cussing. Right. So like how do we um, how do we disciple people through that? Like, well, how do we talk people through all of these things? And what's the biblical basis for all of this? Because, you know, again, I think a lot of people just throw it in the realm of legalism. Like, we tell people right now, don't cuss. You shouldn't cuss. People are going to be like, yo, why are you being so legalistic? But here's the funny thing. I'm, I'm about to get on a rant. Here's the funny thing about legalism, right? Legalism is based off of what is perceived to be legal and, and fighting against what is illegal, right? So laws in themselves are not bad. Laws are good. Like laws are here to protect us, to keep us from falling into uh, something that's even worse, right? It's when we become obsessed with these laws yeah. that it becomes a problem, right? So if you are on that fundamental side where you're like, yo, if you curse, you're going to hell, I'd be like, bro, he's up a little bit. Like, you going too far with that. You tripping. But if you're on that other side where you claim to love Jesus as your savior and you want to live your life completely in him and then you just letting him fly, it's like, bro, I I think you got a problem. I think you're missing something. Like, the T-shirt that I hate the most is that T-shirt that said, not the most, but that's an exaggeration. But one of the things I hate seeing is when people say, that T-shirt that says, uh, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. It's like I've never seen that. What? I've never seen that. That's like a big deal, man. And I get it. And and I, I just admit it. I have cussed too. But, man, why take pride in that? That's not something to take pride of. Like, when when Peter cussed, like, he almost, like, gave it all up. He's like, yo, I cuss. Like, I'm I'm done, bro. Like, <laughs> like uh, so, so these are not things we should take pride in at all and i i I guess just to piggyback on what you said like like language it's all it's 
your society gives the 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 importance to words or what like truth be told there was a statistic i I read um like over the next 20 to 30 years the words that redeem as curse words now won't be curse words and i forgot the trajectory of what they say will be curse words later on but you can start to see that because on tv now they let the s word fly you can say the b word like crazy bro i mean they they're using these words on family shows like Like they're using the d word on cartoons it's desensitized that's what i'm saying so to us, it's like, what are y'all doing? But the generations coming up, they're going to be, it's going to become a, a norm in society. So yeah. the, the, it's not going to be that much. So that's for the people that's like using these words. Like, bro, we give words meaning and yeah. we, we we give it the, oh, that's a bad word or not. God is more so looking at the heart. He's not saying I can't let you into heaven or the kingdom of heaven because you said that word. It's like, what did you mean when you said that word? Yeah. You know, so. Bro, even in secular rap, like that. ASS ain't even a cuss word no more. It's not. You know, and it's funny because I was about to I was about to kick off our podcast reading new, uh, Numbers twenty two and twenty one where it says, "And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass <laughs> and went with the princes of Moab." That got to be the King James version. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I'm about to say, that's, not, that's not CSB. What's funny is I've heard people say, uh, "Well, there's cursing in the Bible, like the word ass is in the Bible, the word damn is in the Bible." Where hell is in the Bible. There's also killing and stones, stoning in the Bible, too. So you're going to do that, too? <laughs> like, bro, like, <laughs> that, when, I, when I hear people say that, it's like, bro, like, I, I, I get what you're saying. But it's yeah. because in the Bible doesn't mean you, like, again, as we keep saying, context. Yeah. Context. Because we're that, taking <laughs> those words and we're giving them meanings that yes. they've never had in history. Right? Yes. Like, we're, 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 we're at... This is literally what the enemy does. He takes something that he doesn't have to create anything new. He just takes something that already exists and he deforms it in such a way that we grab hold to it and then we make it a whole new thing. Yep. Right. So like if you're you if you're out there right now and you're using, you know, we walk down the street and somebody's donkey is running out of their house, you're like, yo, there's an ass running out of the house. Like, I'm not gonna be like, Oh, you cuz you're going to hell. Right. Somebody's gonna trip. Just said, for me saying this. Oh no, bro, trust me. And <laughs> out of respect. Nah, clip I, it up. Clip it up. <laughs> oh, you gave me that. Cause I wasn't gonna do it out of respect for you, but boy, nah. we wanted to go out of it. This is gonna be the podcast. This we want to take canceled. Oh. You know, cancel. <laughs> Some people might think we're cool after that. Some people might cancel us. But, but, or, or, you know, if somebody says, like, man, you know, anybody who does these things are damned to hell. Right? But, but you like, use it in context. Like, you're using it in context. This is the same way Jesus would have yeah. used it, right? Use it in context. But when you say, yo, I don't give a. Exactly. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you going a little like bit what did far. you mean when you said that? You yeah. understand? So break and, that down. Break that down. What you're saying because you've you've said that that's kind of been like a, a repetitive thing for you. Like it's, well, it's, it's 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 what it means in the heart. This will this will was going to be my original angle when we were going to do this the first time because I was asked I was going to be the devil's advocate. I, I made it I made it in my head. I was like, bro, I'm going to push back because I already know the way you're going to come. Um, I'm about to go the the total opposite way. So what I was going to say, like say, all right. You know, in our community, when girls see each other, they be like, you know, B, B. Yeah. Like, their intent behind that is an endearing. It's it's a term of endearment. They're not they're not being ill to each other. Well, I don't think, you know, because some of them may. But for yeah. the most part, when you look at it, they're, they're, not, they're not being demeaning. It's like a, it's a, it's a term of endearment. I don't, 
in in that context when those girls are saying that, I don't look at that like, oh, that's a bad thing what they're doing. It's, really? It's, I don't. So, um, so no, so. no, that 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 does go against the scripture that you said. That's why I said it, it's changed. But you was like the um the harsh joking and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I heard you say that, that is really what made me change my angle about because if you would have never said that scripture. I was going to go that it, I was I was going to go with the it, it, it's it's about um the the setting of how you're using it yeah like again like if someone um I don't know you had a basketball game and it's like somebody make a, a dope shot you're like oh L! and you screaming it you're not there's no ill intent behind what you say you, you it's a form of expression yeah and you 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 really felt it that was like one that in your mind that was the best way to get out this expression like oh man he made the shot and you just mm-hmm. you, you exuded that word um and again I was gonna go with the angle like I don't see anything wrong with that yeah. um even as a at that time, I was gonna say, as a Christian, I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm doubling back on that now. I do see a big issue with that, but um, I'm again, I'm not gonna be like, say, someone a Christian is struggling with that, and I'm with them, and they do that. I'm not gonna be like, bro, you're going to hell. You need to chill. I'll yeah. probably talk to you know this. Hopefully, if I'm at a basketball game with them, I have a relationship. So it's like I know that's a struggle with that's the struggle that you're having. So over time, I'll, you know, I'll bring that. I probably wouldn't say anything there. I'll be like, oh, yeah. all right, that's something yeah. you're struggling with. We'll probably go out to eat next week. It's like, hey, bro, you know, last week at the game, I heard you say that. Like, you be cursing like that? And once again, we say this almost every episode. This is for people who identify as Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're (laughs) in their lives, right? Like, we say this every week. They identify as Christians, and we're actually in their lives. We're not trying to give this just to any Joe Blow. Like, I'm not sending this in in a DM to some random dude. That's not my. uh, Thank you. That's not my, that's, I'm not, it's, yeah, I hadn't been placed in their life to do that, but that is not I have no authority over, well, that's a whole nother episode. Okay. But Man. we can give all the opinions we want. That doesn't right. mean that our opinions is, is true. Right. And you don't have to rock with it. That's the, that's the great thing about an opinion. But yeah, so in, in, in that example, that's what I would do. I want like, all right, it's like, all right, I know you're using this word now. I'm going to pray about it and we're going to, I'm going to bring it up another time to yeah. see why, you know, why do you use these words and probably encourage you. But, you know, based on, again, that scripture you shared with me and not just that, but I don't know, this is going to be the podcast about manifestation and stuff like that, but like the, how deaf and life is in the power of the tongue. We always talk about the deaf part, but it's like, yeah. we should be speaking life. life. And again, I'm saying that you're not speaking life in that yeah. moment, but you have to be, if you're proclaiming that you're a Christian, you have to be careful of the, the people that surround you. And mm-hmm. again, not saying that you're, I'm trying not to curse because I, I want to be looked on as a Christian, but there's just a standard and a way that we should be moving in society. Yeah. And if society is deeming that as a word that quote unquote bad people or if it's you're wrong in the for wrong. society, it definitely should be wrong for us. And that's what I'm trying to get to. So the world like, should not be policing the church ever. Definitely. But if society again, there's there's you you won't hear these words on the radio. Um you have to have a certain age limit to go watch these. Well, let me, let me push against that, though, because many, much of society's standard for cursing and for nudity and all of that actually came from, quote unquote, Christian values, fundamentalist values, I would even say. Like, you know, in the 1980s, the late 80s, when they started talking about censorship, much of what went behind that was the church. Like it was white evangelical churches that were coming behind Nancy Reagan to kind of push this agenda. You know, even the explicit. That came uh, from rap. I know, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. But, but that was Nancy Reagan. And Nancy Reagan was backed by people like Jerry Falwell and white evangelicals. So, you know, there is a Christian um, 
there is a Christian root to the standard that culture has even placed on us, which makes it even crazier because not only are you not living by culture, the cultural standpoint, but you're not living by the historic Christian standpoint on, you know, these particular things, cursing, nudity, all that type stuff. So, man, that's, I, hey, all of that is good, man. Um, I think for me, I think about it in a couple of different ways. Like one is, um, I think about it on a heart level. So it's like, man, um, one or two things is happening. One is you don't you don't know how to express yourself when certain situations come in in life. So like, how do I help you see that there are better ways to express yourself? Correct. Right? Like, how how can I come alongside of you? And show you like there are better ways to express yourself, and that ha- that applies to me too. There are some situations where I'm like, man, I'm not expressing myself the best way I could. the The second part of that though is like limited vocabulary. Like so often we're just given such a limited vocabulary, and we think, hey, I can just live by this limited vocabulary, and this is the only way that that makes sense to me because this is the only thing I know. And we just had that conversation about willful ignorance, right? Yeah. Like you, you can't be willfully ignorant. The second phase of that, um, that I would want a Christian to see is like exactly what you said, like words have power, yeah. right? So you, you talked about it earlier. You kind of quoted it. Proverbs, uh, what is it? 18, where it says, um, uh, death and life is in the power oh, of the tongue. tongue. Right. And we kind of misuse that scripture a lot, but, but there's so much truth in that, right? Because what we express is usually what we live by. What we express is usually what we know and what we hold true, right? So that's what it means to say death and life is in the power of the tongue. You've met a person who speaks negatively. They usually see negativity in everything, right? Yeah. A person who speaks positively usually sees positivity in everything. So so our, our, our speech does indeed matter. But when we're specifically talking about cuss words, right? Like there's so much evidence in the Bible against it. Like there's so many things like James talks about in James three, watch your tongue, but he's not just talking about cussing. He's talking about gossip. Yeah. He's talking about like having ill words. And you even and he, he does the Jesus thing. He says like, whatever's coming out of your mouth is really a sign of your heart. Right. And Jesus says that too, out of, out of the, uh, out of the no mouth, the heart the speaks. Right. Oh, sorry, yeah. Out of, but yeah, but you, you were about to quote it right. I just summarized I could it. Right? Get out of the abundance of the heart, the heart and the mouth speaks. Exactly. So, but then like Paul, as he's breaking it down, this is kind of what we talked about before. Paul is, is basically saying like, don't use any type of abusive language. So a lot of this is Ephesians 4, Ephesians 5. He says, don't use abusive language. Don't use abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And so often we don't even think about that. Like we don't think about how our language affects other people. Like it's my mouth. I say what I want to say. I do what I want to do. Yeah, but your words affect other people. Yep. So it's not just like death and life uh, are, are uh, the power of the, the tongue gives death or life, right? It's death or life for other people too, not Correct. just yourself, right? But then Paul, he goes on Ephesians 5 and 4, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Now there's something I like about that. Paul never tells us stop cussing without giving us an alternative. 
Like just like earlier in Ephesians 4, he never tells us stop doing this without saying because you could be doing that. Just like Jesus, stop doing this because in doing this, you're not doing that, right? He's saying like let no filthiness, like crude joking, like foolish talk. Like foolish talk is like us just having foolish conversation that means nothing. It doesn't edify. It's empty it's uh it it concentrates on things that aren't positive aren't godly you know that's foolish talk and then that crude joking like you and i talked about this your mama jokes and yeah you know like y'all y'all heard the story about me being in memphis and like how the kids just be like with your blunt ass you know like yo ephesians 5 4 like y'all need to pay attention to that right but here here's here's what's even more powerful i'm gonna wrap up with this right Paul outlines all of that in Ephesians 5, 4, because earlier, verse 1 1 through 3, he has a basic concept that he wants all of us to get as Christians. And I would say all of us need to grab hold of this when we're thinking about using curse words in our regular language, in our artistry, and and while we're interacting with people. He says, be imitators of God. Be imitators of God. Then he says, walk in love. And he, he, I'm summarizing, but he basically says, give yourself up. To people when you give yourself up to people or you give yourself over to god it involves sacrifice it involves saying yo this is what's most natural to me in this situation but if i'm walking in love and giving myself over i'll sacrifice the four-letter word like the four-letter word isn't even the most rich thing i could say right now what's the most rich thing i can say right now is a word of faith, a word of love, a word of encouragement, a word of truth, a word of honor, right? Like, and I th- I think that's kind of where we lose sight of how powerful our speech is, how powerful our language is. So this this episode, first off, it's a good episode. It didn't go how I wanted, and I actually want to thank the Holy Spirit. How did you want it to go? Oh, Byron knows. I was going to snap. I'm glad that it went this way. I don't know if we're done with it but i do want to just put this out there for christian rappers um that's coming up in the game right now um again i'm not going to tell you what to do i just want to encourage some things if you're not in the church please get in the church if you don't have a pastor that's shepherding over you and holding you accountable please can you do that um it it helps not just with your artistry, but to help you become a better man or woman of God and a better Christian. Um, if I don't know if this is the case, this is just my assumption, but say you were rapping, you became a Christian and you already rapping and, and you feel like you could just make the switch that quick. I would encourage against that. Sit down again with the pastor or someone that you consider an elder, understand what Christianity is, understand the purpose of Christianity, understand why you're a Christian, get your identity fully immersed in God and Christ, and then make your music. Don't just, I'm a Christian now, I'm trying to live better, so as I'm trying to live better, I'm going to document that on, on music. Again, I'm not, I, I don't know if people are doing this, that's just the assumption I'm getting for yeah. some of these artists. That's what it feels like. It's like, I used to rap, I'm a Christian now, so 
I'm going to just toe that line. And as I'm getting better, y'all just going to see the progression. Right. And I think I'm kind of saying that because I, I was at that place in one time. It's like, I'm just going to document everything on, on record. So it's like, as I'm struggling, you'll get to struggling. As yeah. everything's good, you go, I don't, I, I would definitely encourage against that. Um, most I, people aren't even, most people aren't even really as encouraged in your progression as you, what you probably think they are. Yeah. Like that's, that's real. Like we, we tend to like think, yo, I got to show people the progress because people will be motivated by that. I don't even know if that's true. I think the only people, I'm just being honest. I think the only people that may be somewhat motivated is maybe some people in the world. Maybe. May, and th that's a big maybe. Yeah. The Christian community, they're more so c concerned. I want to see the fruit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, look, I um, I think we hit some good points. Yeah, we did. Man. If you're a Christian rapper, like, hey, I, my, actually, I'm going to let Todd just give that. But I'm just going to speak to all of us as Christians, right? Like, one, I want to speak pastorally. Um, if you curse, like, I don't, I'm not throwing no shade at you. Like, I'm not, I don't have any ill feelings about you cursing. I would just say, hey, maybe that's an area of your life that needs to be every day submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, right? And we walk that out every single day. Um, make make a standard for yourself. Like, I'm going to curse less, or yeah. there are things I'm just going to completely eliminate. And then for some of us who don't even curse, but we speak negatively or we have some bad language. I'm like, guilty. Yo, like, <laughs> let's just, let's identify those things and let's put all of that under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It's the same. Like, um, if you have hate in your heart, it's just as bad as you murder. And, and if you have evil words, it, it can be just as bad as doing some of the things against people or against yourself when you're speaking these things. Understand your words have power. There's life in them. And then here's the last thing. I don't like to be doom and gloom, but man, Matthew 12, 36 says on the day of judgment, that you will give an account for every careless word. Like Jesus said that. And if we're just going to live, let's like, hey, you want to throw religion out of the door? You can. The rapper, who was that? I'm not going to name his name, but the rapper who said, you know, yeah, you curse on my raps and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I'm not religious. Well, this is outside of religion. Jesus said this. You'll give an account for every careless word. Do you want to stand in front of God and explain to him why you dropped the F-bomb after, you know, getting beat in Call of Duty? Because, like, that's what we're going to have to do, right? Like, just know that your, your words have power. And if we are Christians and we want to glorify God in every single thing that we do, it means we got to glorify God in our, our language. And die to yourself. Die I to yourself. think we missed that. It's a constant battle of dying to yourself. So, again, as we said earlier in the podcast, when I hear, uh, you know, these artists saying, look, I have to stay true to myself, it's, you know, stay genuine to my art. When I hear that my and your, not your, but the my and I a lot, it's, I just feel like you're not truly dying to yourself as you should. So just be careful of that. Um, before we go, just to show you, as Bomber said, your words have power. Um it's kind of like a shameless plug, but my song, I apologize. Um, that came from, if you listen to the hook where I said, um, my uncle told me, never say you sorry, you God's child. And that forever held weight. I'm bought down. That was a true story. That's actually what inspired that song. Um, I was like six years old. My uncle was in the army. He's very strict. Um, we were playing at my grandmother's house. I forgot what I was doing. 
But I remember just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And my uncle went from playing, and he, like, instantly snapped and, like, looked at me and said, son, don't you ever say you're sorry, okay? You say you apologize. You say you're sorry. You're telling yourself and speaking over yourself that you are sorry. He was like, you were not born to be sorry, and you are not sorry. So say I apologize from now on. And those words literally held weight from when he said that. So as Byron was saying, your words can change people's lives. It can give life. That moment gave me life. As you can see, 25-some years later, I made a song about it. So it's like I just want y'all rappers, artists, Christians, know that when you speak, you may not think you mean anything by it, but you don't know how people are taking your words in. And you don't want to be the reason why someone fell off because of something that you said. Um, you had that responsibility. I know a lot of y'all don't want to take that, but y'all have that responsibility. So be cautious of that. Um, continue to make great art and continue to, above all, become a better man and woman to God daily so your art resembles that. That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Look, you can't bring it up without us playing it on the uh, on the joint, and you know what that means? More plays for you. You know what I'm saying? As long as you hit that 30 second mark. Hey, hold on, we gonna let the jump play in the background. Yo, shout out to all of y'all for sticking with us. As you can see, we are expanding our episodes. Yeah. We're, we're extending them a little bit. So if you listen to the end, shout out to you. We need to be following you. So drop your uh, ass in the comments, yes. and we will follow. You, if you want to follow us though, you can po- follow us at the Pastor Rapper Podcast, right? Yeah. On TikTok, um, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube, all of that. If you want to follow me directly, my name is uh, Will Smith. It's <laughs> just W I L L Smith. Oh. You can follow me on all. <laughs> nah, you can follow me at Byron L Cogdale on everything. But make sure if you're following me, you're following Identity Daytona as well. That's the church plant we get to serve. But if you want to follow Ty, you can follow me. That's at I am Ty Van across the board on everything. The song that's playing right now is called I Apologize by me. You can find that on all streaming platforms. Um, put in Ty Van. I apologize if you like the music that I make. I'm pretty sure you like the music that the Christian um, hip-hop collective I'm a part of makes. Um, Father Numb on everything is crew. The number four Jesus on one word. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating if you like what we're doing.